Welcome to the Off Space Podcast. Is your host with the motherfucking most you can offer, and it's your favorite co-host, Ezigo Offer. We look a little better today, don't we? I you know hope so. Ha ha ha! Yes, that's good lighting. Okay, we were down for a few. Oh, episodes. that's why you meant. I was really so confused. I was like, my hairline is busted. No. I got some. It's pimples popping no, off now. No, for sure. I definitely need to get a haircut this week, boy. And your hairline definitely looks like donate 30 cents a day to save a child. But, but it's we all good. good. We good. It's no worries. Good. Tomorrow we're getting it fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, how you feeling though? How you living? Bro. the past week, man? Oh, trials and tribulations, my nigga. Ooh, trials and tribulations. Talk about it. I don't know, man. Honestly, I feel like I'm somebody who always tries to see the brighter side of life and always tries to... Okay, so we used to have, I might have said this before, but we used to have this assistant. Was it the assistant principal? Was it Lombard or Pluchet? It was Lombard. Lombard? Lombard. Okay, so it was our principal. So we used to have this principal back in the middle school who used to always say on the morning announcements at the end of it, make it a great day or not, the choice is yours, right? I still say that to niggas, bro. I'm 27. Bro, I say it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Like, at the end of the day, because I firmly believe it, at least for myself. So that's how I try and operate, but... The world doesn't always let you have a good day, you know? And so, like, you could always try to, but the world doesn't always make it easy to. I should say that. Talk about it, King. And so, thank you. I've been having a, a rough week. Been it's been a lot you. of rough days. I've been tried by not just my demons. I've been tried by the world's demons, you know? I've been tried by everybody. And it's just, like, it's testing, but... The projection I, crew came for you this week, too. <sighs> we'll talk about people projecting, man, eventually. <laughs> but honestly, it's just nice, though, because I'm... It's nice to know that no matter all the shit I was going through, having a good support system, my brother and my sister, shouts out to Chichi and Uzama and my mother as well, that um, being able to have bad things happen to you, but know that you're going to be all right from the comfort they provide, as well as knowing that bad shit only happens when you're about to go up. You know what I'm saying? Life's a whole lot of ups and downs. And if I've been on a down, I know that up's coming soon. (laughs) And you know what I sniff? It's been good. So now we're about to look this summer, man. Y'all just be, y'all stay tuned. Like when the creative castle comes together, no bullshit. Like yeah. obviously, God willing, like we don't know exact dates yet. We're shooting for early summer, but we'll see when it comes. When it comes, so I'm not gonna make any mm-hmm. promises. But when this creative castle comes, the joy I feel, regardless of what level we elevate to, because we're just always gonna keep elevating. That's just always a goal in life. But whether it be together or independently, mm-hmm. like that's just what we look forward to. It's just like. I'm going to speak about myself for two seconds. Great week. Felt great. Had some bullshit happen, but life moves on. And that's the wave I've been on. Just kind of keep it pushing and like Mm -hmm. figure out my shit. So I know that wasn't enough of a roundup as before, but I wanted to get more into this shit. Like when it comes to my excitement, it's because, bro, like we talked about earlier, I was blessed to be born with three best friends, like when it comes to my siblings. And so growing up, like we grew up with each other, obviously lived in the same household. We didn't really see eye to eye. And a lot of people don't realize this when it comes to my siblings. Like we talked about this in like one of the fa- in the family episode when mm-hmm. we had both siblings on there. But like Ezgo annoyed my ass until like I was like really late teens. Like my youngest sister Uzama, like I thought she was like honestly might be the biggest bitch on the planet. Like <laughs> I thought Chichi, she might have been for a bit. No, for too, sure. No, no, she was cap, working on it. No she was cap. working on it. Chichi, I thought was the biggest. She was rats for real. Ever. No, I thought Chichi was my born in op. No cap. Like I thought God gave me an op. Like I was. I had Bro, somebody. Don't take I, this for me. No, for I know Chichi's my op. <laughs> But it's just like, yeah. dog, the older yeah. I got and the more I matured, because really a lot of the shit I was feeling was problems with me. We yeah. all had shit we had to heal from. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but majority of it was on my side was the closer we got and the better our relationships have gotten to the point now 
I truly believe there's nothing on this planet that can separate us siblings. Truly. Like, I think we've just gone through too much together. You know what I'm saying? We've seen mm-hmm. too much. We've just dealt with too much. And so now in adulthood, I've never had the opportunity to live with my brother. Yeah, this nigga be out on our couch half the days or like sometimes be half up and down day, here. Bro. We used to. Like, no, I'm just kidding. Over summer, bro. I was, I was cool. But it's like, not, but the yeah. fact that it's just going to be us two. And obviously, we'd love my brother DJ to be a part of it too, of course. But situation is separate, right and now. he's got his journey that he's got to go on. That we're gonna be there a hundred percent to support as well too. But it's like just us two having our own crib together, kind of leading into our real lives, you know. Because after this crib, it's whatever we end up buying, or the people we end yeah. up being with, or the places we end up living. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like this is kind of like the final hurrah with a sibling. And I'm so happy that God gave me the opportunity that we're gonna be able to do this shit, especially with somebody that has has interests similar to mine when it comes to creativity yeah. so we like we've already kind of coined it the creative castle like we're gonna pictures videos mm-hmm. i'm not saying if it's nice because it's music not like whatever just the fuck um, creative interests that are similar because while we do like we have a joint venture together y'all are listening to our podcast we mm-hmm. do this together you know uh we also both really are passionate about music and yeah we talk about it in our <laughs> podcast but like it's the side in thing too, that get to come together because i know you don't give a uh, shit like that about the videography side of things you know i'm starting to get more into that myself and photography i wish but there's things that you like a lot that i'm really not like that od about i never really i l- used to really enjoy drawing and stuff but i could give a shit about it now like people who do that's dope to me i'm gr- i love that it's just not for me i can appreciate it though, so we'll you know? each have our own come together separate spaces we'll have space to come together and we'll have a support system that's built in because at the end of the day like, me and this nigga have had moments, I'll at least speak for myself personally, where I've really wanted to blow this nigga's head off. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it comes to fighting, like, kind of shit. You know, what, yelling at this no, thing, no, like and if that's how you felt, that's fine, because at the end of the day, for me to fight, because y'all don't understand, he's... I gotta run the numbers sometimes on our age, but you're like three and a half years older than me, right? <laughs> does that sound right? Two and a half or three yeah, and a half? Three and a half something years Something like older. that. So, he's, he's that much older than me. And for me, and you know how that is when you're growing up, too. Like, you don't settle <laughs> into your bodies now. Until you're in your 20s, Exactly. Yeah. So, like, now I'm closer to, like, his size and shit. I'm still smaller. But when I was younger, I was a lot smaller. For me to be at the point where I was really ready at all times to just fight my brother, you had to know where I was, too. Because I was like, oh, I, for I sure, couldn't yeah. stand this. Like, I, I knew to... I was going to lose, and I still was square Bro, up. Bro, I was That's the number different. one dick that you, Uzama, and Chichi have ever met in your lives. And y'all had oh, to live goodness. with him, too. Like, I get it. Like, I did a lot of growing up. We all yeah. did, truly. But I'm just happy that through everything, yeah. we're always going to have each other. And we're going to have yeah. a building in which we'll be able to culminate and like kind of just invest in and grow whatever interests we have yeah. for the future. So I'm excited to also whatever the fuck comes out of that that we get to share with y'all. So soon come. But moving right like along, that. heat check time. I'm going to start us off this week. My heat check happens to be a song called Headshot with three young goats on it. In all honesty, the reason it is, it's titled to be all three mm-hmm. of their songs. So I'm not saying it's anybody featuring anybody. But honestly, the reason... It's my heat check. Is Polo G blacked out? Like everybody else did well, but Polo G is definitely rising up. He's one of them. Yeah, he's definitely one of the young niggas that I'm stoked for what they've got going on in this world and like the music that they have to put out. So, shouts out to Lil TJ, Polo G, and Five Yo Foreign on the song Headshot. Man, shouts out to that for real. Uh, That's a solid heat check. My heat check for this week actually comes from Saba, just him, no features. And the song's called Ziploc. It popped up my a little release radar on Spotify. Shouts out. That was nice. Because this man, I feel like he's one of those underappreciated artists in the mainstream. Because not 
everyone will have heard of him, but the people that do, I feel like they rarely have a negative opinion on him because he makes quality music. And like on this song especially, just this man just he's always rapping his ass off. <laughs> so I just appreciate it and the artistry and it was definitely nice to just vibe out to and listen. So shout out to Ziploc by Sabu. So headshot and Ziploc, just one word yeah. for the people. All right, Ziploc, Saba. And then <clears throat> moving right along to just music for this week, true. Mm -hmm. Like um, I wanted to highlight that I didn't listen to entirely, but definitely want to highlight just because of all the raving reviews I've heard. It's an artist that you put me on to. And you got the heat it's check out there. Yes, yeah, Joyce Rice put out a project, Overgrown, which I've heard is outstanding. Like I've heard nothing but positive reviews that uh, that it's incredible. I've listened to a few songs on here, Go Stupid, the ones I listened to. Mm -hmm. So I'm if you don't even know what kind of music she makes, because if you haven't heard her before, but you look at those features and you're like, okay, you can kind of gauge what she makes, and you know it's gonna be fire. Bro, anytime I think truly, anytime a human being has Masego, extremely talented of a human, Kay Trinata. And Freddie Gibbs, Lucky Day, West Side Gun on the same project. These are all creative geniuses. Like you've, you, it's mm -hmm. gonna be good music. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I, you, I see why you chose the people you chose. Exactly. So I'm excited to listen to the whole project front to finish. The plugs I met too, Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud released. Y'all have heard countless times how I feel about Harry. Countless times how I feel about Benny it was exactly what was expected. So definitely go check that one out. A standout track on that song for me personally was either thanksgiving which is the final track or when tony met sosa which is the starting track nah that's way too <laughs> way too cold of a name yes sir 100 when tony tough. met sosa stop it bro benny's at it again yeah. and then um this reason by the way that i'm running through these hey this is how i i enjoy kind of breaking down the new music each week i think mm -hmm. that is the new format i'm gonna run down because i don't think you need an in-depth talk unless it was like a hot topic point for the week for us personally or unless like we both really were just like exactly. felt a type of way yeah like you're saying so i don't want to exclude either of us and be we're trying something different this episode i have fewer topics but they're more open discussion mm -hmm. right and it wasn't saying last week was a dead week. There were just so many things that we thought were very important that we wanted to speak to the people about. So mm -hmm. continuing on with that, Guap Dad and Ill Mind dropped a project called 1176, which was good. And Justin Bieber dropped a project, which was also pretty fucking good. I fucked with the Justin Bieber project. The song oh, I loved the yeah. most was Peaches, but everybody fucked with That was the one Peaches. that was kind of getting pushed, and mm -hmm. for good reason, because he has... I have my pieces out in Georgia. Three great voices on it. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. So I know. He, he tried to make people care about Daniel Caesar again, but I still was only excited to hear Justin's voice and Give Yon. But Daniel I was about to say, man, I was probably most excited to hear Give Yon. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Give Yon was for sure the one I was excited to hear yeah. after Justin. But um, And then finally, another track was dropped off of Dumb and Dumber 2 by Young Dolph and Keylock, which is a follow up to Dumb and Dumber, their last project together. One, I just love the consistency that Key Glock and <clears throat> Young Dolph have together and just seeing the, con I mean, like, sorry, I love seeing the chemistry that they have together. Mm -hmm. Let me change that because of the level of consistency they release. There's nothing really to speak about. It's just exactly on par for what I was expecting. Nothing that really blew my head off, but like yeah. it, nothing that really blew my head off so far, but everything's been good. It's kind of like when you set a high bar for yourself, that's what people are going to expect, yeah. obviously. And so that's it for mu music. Moving right into the thick of Let's it. Get We're going to start it. the convos for this week with the first conversation is stemming off of music. We're going to start it off a little jokey at first. Yeah. Did you hear? Did I hear what? 
Real love might be dead, y'all. Okay, okay, okay. Real love might be dead, y'all. <sighs> Why is it dead, bro? Honestly, this kind of shit gets me choked up to speak about. Like, it's a little difficult to talk about sometimes. Oh, God. Oh, God. Like, Saweetie and Quavo broke up, bro. I thought they were together forever. I thought that you was thought it. this was it. I thought that was it. Was it. Infinity X? You know I thought saying? it was Infinity and Beyond. Oh my god! Shouts out to a real nigga. That's tough. But I will say, it's been shouted out Buzz Lightyear as a real nigga. By the way, I Buzz want y'all Lightyear. to know that. I want y'all. If no one caught that, he shot out Buzz Lightyear as a real nigga. Keep one, that in mind. One, I want to start. I. I usually I joke on Ezgo about being too serious about certain things, yeah. but I definitely want to start this one off serious before getting into the jokes because just because I know how sensitive people are yeah. and I want it to be taken sensitively. One, at the end of the day, yes, I'm about to get my shit off for sure, but this is people's real life, yeah. like for sure people's real life. Yeah. So like first and foremost, we want to hope for like we know at least i'll say i know personally like you can tell when a woman has gotten to that point sweetie has definitely gotten to that i'm i'm beyond this point mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and when women get to that point there's really no recovery like to just be being fair bro honest. Fuck, uh, you, you could say you could tell but like yeah being in that relationship no no maybe, that's why that's why outside. yeah that's why i'm i'm Let's trying feel, to bro. preface all of this and saying it seems like she's just over it it seems like that nigga is on his like man fuck bitches shit bro he already asked for his range rover oh no his own rolls back or bentley mm-hmm. truck whatever cool he's been doing the petty thing taking his stuff back i get it but it's like all i hope for is a the success of both of them b healing for both of them of course because i know a lot of people don't think that empathy has a tax bracket yeah. like you can only empathize with people that are broke you can only empathize with people no these are still human they get their heart broken just like that are get their heart broken and go through relationship drama and stuff like that and honestly wish the best for both of them but that also being said this nigga quavo definitely definitely you could tell he doesn't learn from his niggas bro because if he followed offsets brand well this nigga offset tweeted yo balls in my mouth i'm <laughs> like blah 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 and then had his girl back within 24 hours bro and then even tweeted out i won on his instagram story i'm not gonna lie to you the quavo shit just instantly told me like what level of goat offset is because that nigga offset different the bro. finesse level that is different, different there. and to be honest <laughs> it's, it's just like i'm not i'm not gonna say nothing about cardi b for getting back with him I'm not nothing gonna say at nothing all about Bro. I'm never going to talk about somebody know. from doing something jack shit about what they did because what? I don't know these people. This also, too, it's kind of crazy. You know, it's very That's easy. something that I wish that people would no, have no, 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 no. Hear me. We don't know these people. These are jokes. And, and, and <laughs> these are jokes. And to be fair, I'm not going to condemn people for being any level of invested. Too invested, yes. But like a base level, I'm not going to condemn people or be on like, oh, y'all give a shit, but whatever. Because at the end of the day, if we we're just looking at like a base model of how society operates, niggas go to work for 40 hours a week. They come back. They bullshit, they tune into like the media, they try and have fun with friends, and then they go back to it. And a lot of things that keep some people entertained. I know for me, the NBA is probably a pillar of my mental health. Nick, you know? Remember, remember the spooky people. season, bro? That like little while without NBA basketball last year. <laughs> bro, cut off, bro. Me and you are looking scary, bro. We're we were low-key looking scary bro. when we were sitting down at our computer. And I was like, bro, what are we to do? People see how invested <laughs> I am in that, and I bet they're probably thinking the same shit. Like, it's not that deep. And to me, it is. But for other people, they're probably looking at like these celebrity shits and thinking, it is that deep so, so all jokes aside, that's what gets you entertainment get your shit off man because we do have the empathy card yeah with the real human side but don't don't be hard on them if you're like oh damn that's crazy or whatever that's fine but like don't be like 
oh, this guy's a piece of shit or she's you a piece of shit. You don't know these Because at the end of the day, you don't know them. You truly don't know the reality of the situation. Yeah. You don't know these people. That's why I know, like, like, this is a conversation for another time, but I've never blamed a woman with getting back with somebody after cheating. Like, not once. Um, mm. No, no, no. I, I haven't mm. blamed a woman because, one, I don't, I don't, I've never been in that psychological place, just being real. I was about to and say B, that, too. And yeah. B, it's just... I've never, like, I've been cheated on, so I want to be honest with that there, but I didn't get back with the person. But it's like, two, I've never seen, like, like A, there's there's a psychological factor that goes there. There's a whole fucking family behind it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This person really, as much as people hate the argument that's given to men sometimes, like, it really might have been a, it might have been nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to them, and they may have an understanding. Like, you don't know the inner workings of the relationship is yeah, all I'm yeah. saying. To where people need to stop yeah. talking about these people when you don't know what's up. Yeah. But anyways, my main conversation I wanted to take for this, and the main thing I wanted to ask you is, do you think it's petty on a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. or just like you personally, no matter how much you spend on the gift, because a Bentley truck is expensive, are you taking anything back after you've broken up with somebody like that you've given them? We've never been in the uh, place I, I, where I've spent six figures I, I'm be on honest. a gift. Let's you, be you real. Remember when I start with, uh, <laughs> shouting out some of those prices of my shit that, when we were talking on my keyboard? Yeah, yeah. For a second, I was like, bro, honest to God, the way my situation was looking at the time, I was like, I might take it up. <laughs> It's like, it's like no harm, no foul to you, but this, I, I might need this right now. So, nah, but honestly, like, I'll, I'm a man at We're the end of the day. We're not speaking about Quavo and Sweetie anymore, I'm, I'm by talking the way. about me. He's talking about his own shit. Um, I'm a man at the end of the day, and for me, being a man means standing on your decisions, standing on your ten. If I gave you something, I gave you something. Like, that's not mine anymore. And so, you could do it that way you will. I'm never going to be like, just because things went bad or things didn't end up how I wanted, I'm never going to be like, um... I, I need that back because you're not mine. This was only your, yours if you're mine. No, I gave you this because I loved you. I gave you this because I appreciated you. I gave you this because I wanted you to have this. I'm actually going to live know? post that so, question. I'll keep speaking, but yeah, on the off space Twitter, on the off space Instagram. Yeah. And so I don't know, man. That's just something that I hold important to me because I, and that's also what makes gift giving, I feel like, m- more special for me because I know this is something I'm giving to you with just out of love. Not because I'm trying to impress you, not because of whatever, because I genuinely want you to have that. So I know there are people, though, that will take back the little things, you know, not even like big gifts. They'll take back the little things. And I'm just like, you know, if you really wanted that person or if you're trying to get back with them, the shit that you're doing like that's not going to help you. So what are you doing out that out of? You know, a lot of times it's out of anger. It's out of pain. It's out of all these things that the people are taking these gifts back. If you really need some of that back because, like, you know, the repo man's at your door. <laughs> he sent the repo man to Sweetie. <laughs> like, just speaking about their situation for two seconds. On your own Ain't that crazy? No, like, that's like, kind of crazy. Bro, I mean, to be honest, I like the way you put it eloquently, yeah. which kind of skirts us off of this conversation. And we'll move on in a second. But I just wanted to touch base and just say that I agree completely. Like, mm-hmm. like don't get me wrong. Like, I've definitely been in moments where I've given someone something relatively expensive. And then we've broken up with this, we've died. And then I've just sat back like damn nigga i wish i had that x hundred dollars or this blah 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 or this blah 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 Mm -hmm. but like at least the way we were raised like mom's like i'll at least say for mom especially like how she's kind of put it into us is a she tried to get us to never take things from people right yeah but we obviously grew realized that was just like a mechanism that they were taught we need to be smarter with that of course but that's not all the way true but like one thing that i did hold true was always stand on your decision 
Yeah. And mom, like, always nailed into us that if you give someone something, it is no longer yours. You mm-hmm. no longer have any type of, like, I don't care what you did to it, you gave it away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it is up to that person to do as they please. And so, it's like, like saying you're going to do something and then not doing exactly. it. Exactly. Or saying you are going to do something and then, like, you know, whatever. That shit doesn't feel right with me. Like, in a relationship, bro, like, I've never once, after breaking up with someone, not once, texted asking for something or no i lied i've taken a gift back once. i've only taken something back once ever and it's because we broke up the day after i gave it to them and they were waiting for that day so that i can give them something so that they can catch up so that we can have the conversation the next day because they knew we wanted to break up that's crazy like they even kind of mentioned all of this on the low like accidentally brought that up to me the next day because it was shorty i worked with and i didn't even like her like this like to be real like it was somebody that was just like the the one hot girl we worked with you know who i'm talking yeah. about right that i thought i was like that nigga we're gonna get into some male ego shit but i thought i was that nigga like one one which i'm this is a conversation for a whole nother yeah. day but a lot of us men and women too like mm-hmm. let's be very clear i've seen women do this expect and i've seen women do this with me as much as some women don't want to admit it or not but a lot of men sometimes are dating somebody for the idea of the prize yeah. not necessarily because they like them. because they like like the me like that relationship just speaking of that person it's like bro I was 19 or I was I was 19 I think or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I was 19. She was like a few months older than me and uh, like she was literally the only hot girl that worked at the place I worked at. <laughs> And all the dudes would talk about, like, in the most, like, male, mm. creepy way, just being honest. Oh, my, her ass is so fat. Oh, my God. She's so mess. Oh, my God. She's sexy. And then my head, the legal, little ego, like, king of the jungle shit was like, oh, me chuka, me see, hot girl, me <laughs> take. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to take it because everybody else wants it. Yeah, and nah, so nah, then, nah, like, nah. I got that situation blah 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 but anyways moving on from that uh, no i gotta i gotta say my own though because at the end of the day i did say i took back a gift one time and oh yeah it sure. wasn't to a significant other this was just in general because uh, so me taking back my gift the only time i did it was because the person i took it back from went back on their word in a situation that costed me hundreds of dollars and i was so disappointed in them for it that i was like honestly fuck them and i'm taking my shit back and it was just i did it out of anger too out of that time which is kind of sad on my own i should have been better than that to show, like, you know, even though you hurt me, I'm not going to hurt you, too. I'm going to But be better, It's just but something that I'm, I'm noticed, a human being too. I've noticed with us, too, which I'm going to use this opportunity to move us into the next thing. Yeah. But it's something I've definitely noticed with us in general. Like, word matters a lot to mm-hmm. us. Like, for sure. A lot, a lot, a lot. And it's not just, like, what you say. It's your actions, too. It's... Don't lie to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't lie to me. There's no reason to lie to me. I'm an adult. And I think I have a higher emotional intelligence level than most people, at least my age group on this planet. I'm very understanding. I promise you I'm very understanding. But a lot of the times people feel too scared to have certain conversations, right? And so, like, the easiest defense mechanism will be to lie or Mm -hmm. will be to say something, will be to that. And I'm the type of person that the second I catch, like, bro, the shorty that cheated on me. Right. I was I was also I was 19 as well, maybe 20. Like it was about that. That mm-hmm. was a weird period for me. But anyway, the shorty that cheated on me, dog, I'm so cool with that. You know, not so cool with to this day, because, yeah, it was some weird moments. And it was like it was weird in that like time for me. Yes. Yeah. But it's like we had that conversation later. 
You know what I'm saying? And we kept it pushing because at the end of the day, I understand shit happens. Yeah. I understand shit happens. I'm never going to be with her. Like, I never wanted to date her or anything, but I'm mm-hmm. not mad at her. We've been moved on. Like, Shorty still comments on my story. She's married now. She's dope. Enjoying her life. Like, whatever, bro. Like, I'm so proud. I'm so happy for her. But it's like, that's the that's the one one of my biggest pet peeves. But moving right, right along to the next topic. A, I wanted to just mention this, which we don't have to go in a deep dive. A, it's just that Putin challenged Biden to a live debate. Need it. And Loki, I want to see it. Only because, A, like, yes, like, niggas are... <laughs> that might be the most Gen Z thing to say, like, in, you know, this could affect the state of the world, all this, like, I know, but... I'm trying to see it low key. That's like shit, nigga. You know like, what I'm saying? That's good TV. And right that nigga there. Putin might be drip god, bro. I don't care what y'all y'all niggas is gonna get mad at me. But that sheepskin outfit, bro, that was drip Skylark, nigga. That nigga was. Fire, <laughs> this man really bro. stepped out like an Eskimo. <laughs> what? <on some> <laughs> like that nigga looked like an ice climber, bro. That shit cold, bro. That shit hard as hell. Like an ice <laughs> I love that. I need that. imagine though. It's kind of crazy because imagine if they really made something like that happen. Honest to God, after last year, I'm not putting anything out. Out of my mind as a possibility of shit that could happen in real life. Well, nothing could surprise me on this planet. <laughs> we had the apprentice as president. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For the rest of my life, nothing will ever surprise me. I'm sorry. I had a man I saw Brian Kemp campaign for campaign for a position and his whole stance and his in a commercial, bro, in that video talking about he was about to round up uh, illegals and blew his shit up and all this. Bro, and like what? And the people loved it. The you know explosions? Like the southerners. This nigga like, thought he was Michael shit. Bay. Like and bro, this nigga Michael Bay a commercial about him saying he hates Latin people and he wants to low dosi do round them up and hog time and motherfuckers were like let's vote for this guy that's like crazy. trust me y'all can't surprise me no more and so that's all I had to say there I was gonna go on a bit of a deep dive but to be but quite I, honest those are at least one of those names is somebody that I don't like speaking about yeah no nah, I feel like I feel horrifying. like at that point that's kind of cool we sure. said enough so we move on and <laughs> <laughs> next combo which I want to, I'm going to break down the combo and then I'm going to get your thoughts because I had, once again, another yeah. question based on this one. But there yeah. was, Kylie Jenner went crazy in the media this week. Yeah. And she, she does she was, every week, she, it feels for like. For sure. It feels like every single week. But she was trending for 48 hours straight. Like mm-hmm. top, of, top of the US trends on Twitter because of the fact that a lot of people said her makeup artist needed $60,000 for a surgery and they looked at the GoFundMe, Kylie donated 5000 and she shared the GoFundMe, mm-hmm. right? And so that looked to people like a billionaire kylie jenner mm. wouldn't just pony up sixty thousand dollars when she makes four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a day apparently like when they broke down the numbers whatever and she couldn't give sixty thousand. a let me start this by saying no i'm not even gonna get there because people are gonna be people are I'm, gonna i want to say be upset say. And something else but i was yeah. gonna break down the reality of the situation oh you were gonna say that no, just the other side of it yeah okay one which Yes, definitely looks fishy, especially if that's your makeup artist, that's your yeah. best friend, that's to do this. But once again, like I try to tell people all the time is look into a, it if you don't know. Look into it. We don't have all the information and mm-hmm. you don't fucking know these people, bro. Right. Like y'all gotta remember y'all don't know these people. Y'all gotta mm-hmm. y'all act like a certain tax bracket means save the world bro like y'all act like the second your salary goes from six figures because you'd be so happy for the six figure mm-hmm. niggas right but the second your shit turns to seven empathy is gone mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying the second you're a millionaire there's no empathy anymore mm-hmm. on this planet and people can't just like sit and wait for information for a situation because mm-hmm. it came out the very like kylie finally came up and stepped for herself and i'm not and like nigga i'm a black man i've seen what that family oh, like what no, all you seen with the the Kardashians and whatever the fuck with black people, I'm not going to be the first person that's willingly fucking 
I'm defending Kylie Jenner or defending Kim Kardashian or any of those people. But the reason yeah. I step up and feel like I need to talk sometimes is because of just seeing how jaded some of this world has become when it comes to tax brackets. Because, like, bro, Kylie even came out the next day and she said, she broke it down. She said, yeah. look, this is somebody that I've used, like, once or twice a few years ago. She said she had no personal relationship with this person. Like, she mm -hmm. really wasn't friends with this dude. This dude just happened to be friends with, um, he just happened to be friends with one of mm -hmm. her makeup artists, right? Mm -hmm. And so, being friends with one of her makeup artists, she thought, yo, let me go to the GoFundMe which the goal initially was $10,000. Mm -hmm. They raised 5,000, so she matched the 5,000 and they met the goal. Yeah. And then she shared it, because if you know how GoFundMe works, you'll get excess and then you can just keep the excess, mm -hmm. right? They don't cap how much you earn. Yeah. So she's like, maybe it'll just help the family, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But a bunch of people instantly made this like, oh, your best friend, personal assistant, makeup yeah. artist is this, 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 this. Bro, I think the person rose it to like 60K though or something. Rose like, it to 60 after though. So it doesn't, so, okay, so under, under my, I think, in my knowledge, it shows the donation, the prior donations. Mm -hmm. So, like, if they rose the cap at that point, it looks like, damn, the goal was 50K the whole time and you only got, like, 5K from this person? That's kind of crazy, right? Mm -hmm. And so, I think that's what people were getting hung up on. But at the same time, it's like, if you're willing to put that much effort into, like, I guess, scrutinizing the contributions of an individual to help another person instead of realizing that you're so far disconnected from their whole world and, and like those two's relationship to where your opinion on that doesn't matter at the end of the day and like the amount of energy put into scrutinizing that you got to go put into helping your own communities because a lot of people get so hung up on what's right and what's wrong about what people are doing on their day-to-day -day but are never helping people so i'm like how can you be the judge jury and like whatever an executioner but y'all aren't even doing the groundwork in your own space bro and it, exactly it's just kind of whole, it's 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 kind of pisses me off a lot because i saw this a lot with the cardi b situation too in the last few weeks just because of um up is ranked is so high now and is doing mm -hmm. so well and so people are bringing up wap again because wap is still doing well mm -hmm. still doing numbers blah, blah blah so all the conservative media is tripping like oh my god look at this song that is teaching our kids this blah blah blah, yeah. blah. one you don't fucking know this person two two let's just bring it up two like cardi b even has a video of wet ass pussy coming on and fucking her own daughter being in the room and her running back there and turning the song off because her daughter was in the room so if the person that made yeah. the song can go fucking turn the tv off because people were tripping about the grammy performance but the reason i tied into the kylie shit is because of the fact that motherfuckers a assume that when you get to a certain tax bracket it's just your responsibility to save the world just being very clear right but B, I hope these people are doing their best do, to really get doing, back though. I, I will say that I really do hope these people are doing their best to make sure that when you have that much money and that many resources, like you are using some level of empathy and sympathy to help the world around you. But I'm not going to tell you how to do but, that. But it's not even just that, bro. A, I'm not going to tell you how to do that. B, especially when the Kylie situation, especially when it comes to Cardi, especially because this it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, these aren't people that sign up to be role models. These aren't people that sign yeah. up to be like the leaders of the world. Like, bro, me and you want to be more role models than Cardi probably does then probably then kylie yeah. probably does they just happen to be huge you know what i'm mm. saying like these are people that just happen to become big because of circumstance and like going and grinding and like doing whatever they did families like whatever y'all want to attach it to yes i believe they should be doing a lot more personally mm -hmm. myself but guess what i can't 
hold that standard to those people if I'm not working hard myself yeah. because you have to have a standard that you hold to yourself to too because so many people freaked out on Kylie before knowing all of this information because y'all hold this 22 year old yeah. this fucking 22 year old that has a lot of money yeah. to a higher standard than you hold yourself if your friend called you right now like just being clear with Ezgo yeah. because he called one of his yeah. homies he was saying something no because like this was the, this is how it started bro I was sitting there and I was on my drive up to do the podcast here actually right and so in my head I'm thinking man uh, so much good grace I've been shown by my family and all these people and this, that, and the third. I want to give back in some way and, like, obviously try and help just someone outside of my community. Because I was listening to I Am Athlete, too, and they're always talking about helping the community, this, that, and the third. And so um, I thought I wanted to make some food and just kind of pass it out on, like, a low scale to, like, the homeless um, coming up here soon, like, in a few days. And so I was going through and I was like, who can I call to do this with me? And so it's kind of sad, though, because... I know a lot of good people. I know a lot of good people, but I don't know a lot of people that would do that. You know, and the fact that I don't know a lot of people who would do that. I called one person and instantly he said, yeah, if he has, and if he doesn't have to work that day, he's down. But the fact that I don't know a lot of people that are willing to give, like do the groundwork and give those things when you don't have money. So like the only thing that you can give, you're not willing to give. It's tough, man. It's tough to be, to hear those pieces. It's tough to hear people after that complain about others not helping because it's like, what are you doing though? Exactly. But as soon as you do start helping, then I'm like, shit. If you got, if you tell me something, because the people that do help are never really complaining about others not because helping they're out them. actually doing it though. That's, That's what I've kind of noticed. Too. It's just like when it comes to Cardi, when it comes to Kylie, when it comes to all of these people, bro. Like one thing I need to say is, a y'all need to remember when it comes to these celebrities, y'all don't fucking know these people. B, you need to realize that you need to get full information before you go write a whole fucking think piece out, you know, about a situation. Once again that you don't know but see mm-hmm. hold yourself to a gold standard before you hold other people to a gold standard if you're a close homie like an Ezra or something like that right now called you a lot of y'all are gonna cap and let's just be honest like think about your busy ass weekly schedules nigga yeah. i'm busy as hell i told Ezgo no first let's be real <laughs> like because like, he's been asking me about this shit and i know i sound like a dick but i'm just being honest we want to plan off space giveaways and things like that and we want to plan like food service and like so much off space charity future forward sometimes but we yes too much on our i am too. a 20 27 year old that is busy as hell with my own life right now and i selfishly never make time in my schedule which is very possible to make time to go to a soup kitchen to go do these little donations this nigga has to go be trying to do this kind of stuff but y'all see motherfuckers that can't even hold themselves to such a little standard like that if somebody were to call that are gonna have these kylie's these cardies these all of these celebrities whatever yeah. as the people they go to and attack and vindicate so much in the media when they can't even do the bare minimum themselves in real life that's all I, i'm asking I, is for y'all to hold yourselves to a higher standard because you mm-hmm. can be all those people cardi believes mm-hmm. she could be cardi b that's why she is kylie was born into this family i get it but she believes yeah. she could be kylie it's yeah. how it's how she is like bro and she uh, but at the end of the day you could be she was she was definitely i'm not gonna ever sugarcoat that she got she was born into money for real for sure but she also but she also did believe that she could probably be the person that is close to a billionaire i'm not even gonna give her the billionaire title that forbes bro do we give a shit what forbes says though because they stripped kanye of that shit when kanye now it's worth 6.6 yeah it's like are they even the authority anymore if niggas don't want to be real no if they don't want to be real about it but but i just want to say one thing before we move on because i have one more discussion essentially the biggest thing here that we all need to take that I took out of it, and you probably, if if you're black, I know you heard it from your mom, I know you heard it from somebody, is charity begins at home, man. Mm-hmm. And so take that, live on it, and keep going. Amen. And this last section is about to be a little bit, um, it's going to be a little bit weird for sure, but it's going to be, a, I mean, we pride ourselves on being real, so we're here to be real. 
recently a David Dobrik situation has come Whew. out. I'm not going to break down the whole situation and from all of my studying and understanding. And really, as you could tell, we are two people, if you can't tell, that really don't care that much about that human being and like the things going on with him. But you know, this, 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 we, we, we care about the situation. Him as the individual, personally, I've never really cared that much about like what's going on exactly. day to day of David Dobrik's life. That's not my concerns. But, but the subject matter was too important, important for us to skip over this time. So we're going to. Uh, there's rumors, and allegedly, we believe we believe victims for sure, and all fingers are pointing one certain type of way. But we are not going to say that for sure. But allegedly, at least from what we've seen, it looks like. He was complicit. It wasn't maybe in the action what was complicit to a woman getting taken advantage of in his own surroundings, you know, provided alcohol to underage girls, mm -hmm. all these kind of things. We're moving on from there. The reason we're moving on from there is because of not having all the information right in front of us, but because we wanted to use this as an opportunity, as a teachable moment to kind of bear our souls a little bit mm -hmm. and also just talk about men. Really, just talk about men in yeah. general and like how we were brought up, how the world kind of treats us and like why we kind of think certain things are okay and not justifying any of these things, but being real. And I was because I, I think this conversation is important because it, it was kind of spurred. A, it's important to talk on it from this, but it was kind of spurred from a conversation me and a homie had the other day because I've been seeing a lot of talks on because we're, we're not going to act like it's not a big issue that's constantly being addressed, you know, the har harassment of women by men and things like that and the sexual nature but it's i've seen two sides to because i'm always somebody who i hate talking about a problem without talking about a fix and i've seen a few things and one was just like we need to better protect the women in our society from shit like this mm -hmm. and that was kind of where i was before and like what i've tried to do then i realized after just listening to the women <laughs> on, that i know on this situation and just that i've heard on the internet shit talk about how like, it's less like we want you to protect us because no one really wants to feel like they have to have a protector. It's just stop doing that shit. And I was like, damn, that's true. Okay, but like, how do you stop doing this when I don't even know how it starts? So then we started thinking about this and like this whole, whole thing kind of stemmed of like how society kind of, to keep it a buck, bro, society kind of breeds, breeds these, I don't, I don't want to say like breeds because I, I don't feel like that's the right word. But it's society breeds the behaviors. Society, society breeds at least from like we will say because I don't want, I I don't want to since this is a touchy subject for yeah. sure. So we're finding the best words, of course, and we're trying to speak our speak our truths and bear our souls when it comes to it. But I mean, like society coddles men. We have to. Society is not the best word. I would say that, to be honest. I want to say this before you go on. I want to say to be on, and I I know some people are gonna crucify me, but to be fair, I don't give a fuck because if you're crucifying me on this, you're not hearing the point of it. The patriarchy <laughs> kind of breeds these kind of behaviors and keeps it going. And to be honest, I'm starting to see that shit and like understand it. And we as men need to do a better job of educating and, our young men and our youth about how not to do. And I think we need behaviors. to take a step back because it's good that you identify the term patriarchy. But when patriarchy is such an embedded part of our society, yeah. we can say society because yeah. patriarchy is almost one. To one yeah, with yeah. how our society is carried out right now to the point that there are so many people that i consider good mature people nowadays that still have some and tendencies that you're just like damn bro like i thought you like would run out of something like that like i thought you would have this i would thought you would have that but it just it's a learning process because of how we've been taught and what we've seen and i'm going to use an example for myself and yes hopefully like <laughs> we don't it is what it is here just because people are going to take whatever they want to take from situations i'm here just to show people because I get I, I get used as an example so much by women 
as like a perfect man in certain senses or fucking, just or just basically. like um yeah i wish more dudes thought like you i wish more dudes talked like you i wish more dudes acted like you around women made us feel this comfortable oh made us feel this that bruh the reason and i try so hard to tell women especially that i was just as bad as them at a point and the reason that i became the person i am today is because at an earlier age than most i just and i blame this on one of the first superhero i ever had in my life being my mom and my sisters being two strong women but it's just like i had strong women that were important to me in my life not every male is is afforded that opportunity you know what i'm saying and i've always been someone that women fucked with at least to some capacity it's and they'll hold you accountable. it switched randomly in high school from like funny to sexy don't get mm -hmm. me wrong but like women have always fucked with me to some level yeah. so i mean just that comfort there i i was able to get the tea quote unquote earlier to hear mm -hmm. some of this fuck shit and they'll so be correct these behaviors so, that you're being taught to do but i'm gonna just put myself on blast because this is this is the last instance that i can remember right yeah and truly like People will kill me if people want to kill me, but there were two of my homegirls, right? Mm -hmm. Like two of my friends, which I apologize to both of them. We've already spoken about this, and mm -hmm. it's still something that fucks with me, especially because I'm one of the few men I know that is happy to speak about and admit the fact that I have been like touched inappropriately, right? Like I'm, but it was by women and they were my age mates, don't get me yeah. wrong, but it's just like I didn't ask for it. It just kind of yeah, happened yeah. at a point. And I felt weird about it, but the world teaches us because there is a reverse here too when it comes yeah. to men and women where they kind of just taught me. Well, I was just kind of told by other dudes like, ah, girls grab your shit, blah, blah, blah. Or uh, they whipped this out or they did that, blah, blah. That's cool, bro. This, 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 that. Because we get told that any interaction with women is positive yeah. because you're that dude. You're once again talking that king fake, of the jungle. Bro. I'm, I'm doing fake. something after you. That's but, fake. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. like, I will talk about it like you see a lot of behavior that I thought was weird behavior that was kind of normal. Like whether it be like 18 and being on spring breaks and seeing dudes literally just yeah. snatch girls out or pulling shirts down or little things like that, bro. The last instance I remember for myself is I'm not being around the bush. I just want to tell people cause I have to be real. The last thing that and it fucked me up bro, for weeks afterwards, I had to talk to both of these women, which I'm still friends with to this day, but I was a part of this little friend group. We went out, me and one of the homies apparently i wasn't the only one which is not justifying it but it's just like we were like blackout drunk and like we were out and our homegirls they had like these booty shorts on or like mm. these jean shorts and we just walk around the corner and boop just like grab ass boop just like grab ass boop just like grab ass because they were girls we thought were cute and like we didn't like try anything like i'm sure both of us were probably hopeful that something would happen like boom 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 but they were part of the friend group so they were off limits kind of thing so it was just like playful fun in my eyes but then like once i kind of once i think one of my one of the males in the group brought it up the next day like haha you were grabbing so-and-so's ass all night i was like what you're like really i was like excuse me like i felt uncomfortable even hearing that and then the first thing i did was text both shorties because like it was two parties involved one remembered one didn't like we had real conversation real apologies like talked it out and kind of moved on from there still good friends with both of those people to this day and i know a lot of people are going to consider that minor in the totem pole i guess of like things that happen but still, that's just not still that, that it's not I, I get you, little micro not. like that's what i'm saying as men we have to start identifying that that shit's not though. it's like, not because it leads to other little microaggressions like that like we talk as black people right the little like oh it's your hair nose blah blah yeah. those small things lead to an environment 
environment where Billy Bob's pops feels like he could say nigger in front of you and your black friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yes, it seems small, just like that little stuff. But that is why some dudes feel like they can just have their way with women because yeah. it, they see little shit like that and they feel it's okay. And that shit fucked my soul up. I'm not. But gonna the lie fact to you. that the fact that because I feel like it's important too because we live in a day and age where a lot of people will cover shit up until it's until it's brought to the until forefront, they're exposed until they're exposed and it's brought to the light when they're rich and famous because you know if you talk about it if you do anything to any degree you're canceled you know and if you do something and you it really is fucked i'm not going to say like the whole society should cancel you i'm going to cancel you personally and i hope if other people feel strong enough they're going to but right. i'm going to do it on my own accord i'm not going to tell other people what to do but if you're trying to actively correct yourself from a society that's in, tried to tell you certain things are okay and you're talking to the people that you've affected and you're really trying to right your wrongs i don't think like those kind of people should be vindicated as badly as the ones that are bro you know how they t um so many women will talk about how they have all these like all these stories about shit that's happened to them and all of a sudden you're like damn like i'm realizing it too because most majority of uh the women that i know that their friends to me have had shit happen to them of and course. i'm thinking they're they're all like, yeah, this is just how it is. I'm like, damn, if this is happening to you, this happened to you, this happened to you, this happened to you, then, and I think all of my niggas are absolved of guilt. Like, if nothing has happened, it's like, who's doing this? Then I realized that a lot of people are just low-key low for their friends because this is the same shit with the David Dobrik situation where it's like, even if you're not the one who did something, if you're complicit as well as like covering it up to protect this person or whatever, that makes you just as bad, For you sure. know? Because I've seen a lot of homies like just you didn't pull real. the trigger, you you hid the body though, right. like exactly. Like there's a lot of people, bro, that I've considered friends that maybe even still to this day that I consider friends because you don't know about people. I just have yeah. hoped in my age because this was probably like that last instance was pro in my mind once again. I don't know because I'm not mm -hmm. a woman, but I mean, like, it was the last offense probably for me. And that was like five years ago, four or five years ago. But it's like, this kind of shit happens every day. Yeah. This kind of shit happens every day. And it'd be niggas, I'm sure there are niggas right now that you consider friends right now that have done some weird shit in probably the last week or two that you don't even know. Like, that's how down yeah. low a lot of these niggas are about this shit because their niggas will never talk about it if they see it. One. And two, it's just like they kind of feel like it's okay because we were told certain things like even you were speaking about it earlier you said yeah. it was like one of the moves bro, bro i remember you know, okay bro, so you know how people I always high talk school, to you in high school and early college bro there were two things that mm -hmm. i was told by i'm not going to mention names because i'm not friends with a couple of these people but anymore but i still don't want to vindicate people but it's just like that we're kind of talk because i've heard it from hundreds of people yeah but it's just like bro you like this isn't this isn't subject to like two people this yeah. is this is the culture one it's just like the this first, was the culture this was the culture. i don't know anymore like but. a bunch dudes like the first time like you really not break down how creepy it is if a girl doesn't know you that the first time you're mm -hmm. trying to hang out with them you're trying is to at the crib alone with alcohol and like the first time bro, i've seen people you know off the tinder do we really date? not think about off how creepy that is date, you've never met this person invite them over to their dorm and the first thing you're trying to do is drink with this person to the point where y'all are basically blackout just so you can fuck like and i've heard thinking now in the past i i was like oh you know as, and to be fair, though, as a guy, when you're young and you're just like, oh, I'm not saying like blackout, but like, you know, have some fun, like invite them over, y'all have a good time, whatever happens. But I've seen now I'm thinking shit, like, that's bro. predatory, bro. I've seen a lot of shit, dog. Like, I've definitely seen like, 
way too drunk girls go home with people I know. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like who were pretty drunk or kind of drunk, but they knew what they're doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Looking back, they knew what they're doing. I always thought that was weird. I always felt like I need to be on the same level of the person I'm hooking up with, or yeah. also like. But so these were little things that once again were excused. Like I, that's why I'm saying like I never want women to say I'm without fault yeah. ever because I'm very much in fault. Like I've seen a lot of things happen and just kind of let them go. You know, they may not have been egregious acts because at the end of the day, I had a little a certain level of empathy and coof from having sisters and like my mom like that i said were so important the thing is you didn't know but, how bad but i didn't know how too. bad some of these things were like truly like like one of the number one things that broke my heart like period and i'm not gonna try to get too choked up on this like because that shit like legitimately legitimately brought tears to my eyes was seeing like the reddit it was either a reddit thread or just like no it was an instagram thing mm -hmm. and it was just like women comment what would you do in a world without men and women were saying things like walk alone at night bro like, like what like what when I, dude, I'm not gonna walk alone, lie, bro. It's the, it's like, the just, it's just the do little shit. shit. Like, simple shit in life. They wanna just go outside. Bro, they I just wanna be fearless when crossing the road. I live. They just wanna be able to drink with their girls and not worry about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is so crazy to me. How mm -hmm. much. And niggas go yeah. out of their way so hard to protect their dogs when, bro, you know, how, you just foster that environment. You know how you keep easy it, going. it is to correct your niggas? Like, bro, if you really love the person you are next to and mm -hmm. they really respect you, when you call them out, they will listen. That's why I don't. I have a zero tolerance policy to any Bruh. of that shit now. I call everything out as it comes. You know how like when you're a kid, you think your parents are like heroes and you're probably holding them to too high of a pedestal because as you learn, like them niggas did fuck shit too. Not necessarily saying fuck shit, but everyone, no one, everyone shits things, you know, uh, no one's perfect or whatever. But I have one of my best friends um, is a woman and we live together. And I remember when we lived together and some of the shit she would tell me and I just thought she was tripping. Like, not thought she was tripping. I didn't think it was that deep. When she told me, I was like, damn, this is real life for you. Like, this is how it is. Like, she was af afraid to, like, literally just leave her blinds open so, like, people in the neighborhood wouldn't know that a woman lives in this room just in case, like, we weren't, Bro, me or, like, me or Matt weren't there. So, like, she would so she wouldn't get taken advantage of she was like afraid to like go yeah. from her car into our house at night without like certain lights being on in certain places because she was, didn't want to get snatched up and i'm like knowing that this is the kind of person it's this obviously i have sisters and shit but like i feel like in some way we inherently believe like uh, your people like, are good they're gonna they're good not just that they're good but they n know that i'm gonna be there for them and i know that they're whatever these kind of things and like that's already kind of instilled and it wasn't a choice for us like as siblings like even though again i know not all siblings are like that but as it wasn't a choice for us to love each other we already did and we always are going to and we had to build into it more obviously but like that's always what it was knowing that this person trusts me with their life and their safety and all this kind of shit and i was a part of a system that made and i'm not saying to like the worst degree because i'd like to think i'm a good person but in some ways i've even myself perpetuate uh perpetuated i guess systems out there that allow people to get taken or turned a blind eye to it because i didn't even know it was there like that's the kind of shit that fucked me up to realize i got to do better about educating myself i got to do better about caring more i got to do better about like you know losing some of my like I don't. I don't. I don't even know what to say in this things sense, that like, you may not know. Like yeah. you have to unlearn behaviors. We yeah. have to unlearn behaviors. We have to unlearn a lot of and have to be okay with looking at yourself with a little bit of shame. Like I can't believe of I course, thought that. Bro, I can't believe like, I was that dog. You have to be able to look at yourself and be like, look, we are raised in a society that makes all men, not some men, all men inherently a little bit sexist, a little bit this, a little bit that, and these mm -hmm. are behaviors, whatever degree it is per person, that we need to unlearn and we need to get better yeah. from. But holding ourselves to that standard and trying to obviously 
obviously not ever be on some weirdo shit. You should always call out your dogs. You should always make sure that you're not complicit in any of these actions. I'm going to round it up, though, just so we can take a little intermission before we get into yeah. the sports side of shit, though. So we may continue these conversations of course y'all let us know if you like this format of us basically just being a little bit more open conversation the whole time but for now my name is chuka my name is ezigo yes sir and this is the off space hey